Hey everybody, welcome to Warfing Grid, I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. And today is our traditional, non-traditional, traditional movie episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> we already watched it. We, we did. You know, we just do whatever on the Bobos. Yeah. Man, I don't know. Jake, how'd you even find this thing? I don't know. How did I find this thing? So so when we start a new season, I Google – by Google, I mean I go on IMDb. But I Google what um, all the cast members have done uh, before and since, and I try to find a movie that they star in, that some cast member is the most prominent as they can possibly be in. Right, such as Hobbs and Shaw. Such as John Tui's starring role in Hobbs and Shaw, <laughs> a good movie <laughs> that you wanted to watch. And then I, so I, so I clicked through and I look at those and I looked, I was looking through them and I noticed that Gareth Young and Caitlin Murphy and Rhoda Montemayor were all in the same movie. And it was a short film. Are you kidding me? Bonus. Because <laughs> that's shorter than a film film. Sammy. <laughs> no <laughs> even sammy is sad about this <laughs> uh it's called petite home petite home which translates <laughs> to tiny man yeah or small man or little man or little man whatever it's it, it, in the movie in the, in the short film <laughs> yeah, it, yeah let's emphasize this is a film this is films there's cusses there's music scenes dialogue it's got everything that there's, you need um as directed messages i look there's a there's a good chance to talk about the text message for like 40 minutes i hope it doesn't go that long well i meant more like this film has something to say oh yeah it does and there's also much like a lot of things from 2006 some gentle homophobia thrown sure. in right at the top but then they move past it pretty quick anyway it's called petite home is written and directed by james beaufort aka james mcfay aka james mcsomston from it's mac from uh from power Rangers <laughs> operation Overdrive. it's james mac it's james mac <laughs> you know him you love him <laughs> he directed and wrote it and did the music there's a song at the end that's him baby <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, star- it stars three Power Rangers. This is a gift. This is a gift, Josh. Oh, actually, yeah. that reminds me. Speaking of things that star Power Rangers, there is something of an order update. Oh, yeah. I never watched that. <laughs> um, I can paraphrase it. Um, so first of all, let me start off with a public apology to Karen Ashley, um, who I think we have been, I'm going to say, vitriolic about uh, for quite some time. Yes. <laughs> and turns out, that there there was and this is uh there's okay so there was a video that came out i think like five or six months ago i think that, it was six months I, I i clicked on it to see when it came out and it was about six months ago and the reason i did that is because it, <laughs> the timing of it was weird because the writer strike just started and i was like oh so we're gonna bash some unions right now right <laughs> Um, no, it came out but six it was, months ago. It was six months ago, so it's in the clear, I think. Yeah, Nick um, from the Discord linked it, and it's from a woman named Neeks. Um, I've never seen any of her stuff before, but there's just a video that was like, what happened to the Order? And there's also an older video from the Order's YouTube, whatever that is, because it's not the Order, because <laughs> there's been at least one television show called The Order and a series of video games called The Order. 
Um, anyway, talking about like what happened to, and there was this, there was this, like this interview that I found that was on the official YouTube that has, it has less than 6,000 views. So not a lot of people knew about it, I guess, including <laughs> us here. Us. <laughs> where Karen Ashley basically explains what happened to halt the production of the order. It's Karen Ashley and David Fielding, who, by the way, is apparently an executive producer on the order. He would have gotten a lot more <laughs> over the past couple of years if I had known that. <laughs> so there's... Is those two and then Nikia Brees and Catherine Sutherland, who are mostly there for moral support because it's mostly just Karen talking about what happened. And it turns out that one week before they were going to start filming the order, this is from this video, by the way, is from 2016. Okay. <laughs> I don't know when the order, I feel like that was right around when like the order was happening because I feel like that was 2015 was when they first announced I think, it. And I then think it was so. That sounds right. Year. This is from like May of 2016, and it's um, it, Karen Ashley talking about what happened. And essentially, someone called the union on them, and <laughs> they say the union, and they are not clear about it until about halfway through the other video when Nikia Bree says SAG, which is what okay. I was expecting. <laughs> but I was like, there's a lot of unions, right, that can yeah. shut down a production. So, but it was SAG, according to this video. And then Neeks does some other like kind of piecing together in her video um we don't do episode posts anywhere anymore so i can't like link it but like just youtube.com slash at neeks n-e-e-k-s and it's like four videos down but basically like right before they were gonna start production someone called the union on them to <laughs> i don't know like doing what because according to them they had all their paperwork and everything like sorted out and everything was like clear all the permits were paid for everything was like clear but somebody like basically like told on them <laughs> to the to sag and as far as i can tell in the order trailer the only person i know is sag in the whole thing is aaron cahill mm -hmm. david yost might be but i don't think he is but i i think um he might be he might be semi associated because i know he's talked about like not doing stuff with the union with Power Rangers unless they go for the unions and they have apparently since um, Beef Morpher because Rory Travis is SAG and uh, he was the Red Ranger Beef Morpher and then Russell Curry from oh, and he can do SAG. And he can do a fan film? He can do a fan Well, that's what's suspicious about it, right? <laughs> is that Well, because fan films are like weird because they're non-union productions and so it's just like you're just and they don't make any money off of it. I mean, I guess they kind of do because of YouTube ads, but I, I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't know if there were ads on that. I don't I haven't watched you know I haven't watched uh, it again since <laughs> we watched it since yeah. <laughs> so, um, but with this one, it's like a big actual like production, so like they wanted to do things properly, and a, and someone told on them, and essentially the the cascading effect is they had to like hire lawyers to get everything sorted. They had to tell the cast and crew that they couldn't film until it was sorted out. And they had already spent a bunch of money on like location permits and you know renting locations and a whole bunch of other stuff that they could only get some of it back. The lawyer fees were exorbitant, and so essentially, some someone just wanted to shut them down. And Neeks, <laughs> when she says it, she presents three options. Option number one is Rita Repulsa, which is funny. yes. And I think it was actually sure. Robo Rita because this came out before the uh, <laughs> the thing, but it was like we'd seen Robo Rita right. at that point. But it was like Rita, 
or and there was one other monster. It might have been Goldar. I don't remember. And the other <laughs> one was Haim Saban. <laughs> and on the face of it, that makes the most sense to me because this is back when Saban still owned Power Rangers because it was in yeah. 2016. So he they didn't sell to Hasbro until uh, 2018. And the only thing that makes me think it wasn't Saban, and the way they the way that they talk about it in the video is like they know who called, and they just can't say. And and <sighs> the reason they can't say is because of NDAs, which doesn't make any sense because like who would you sign an end like why would you sign an NDA about you getting sued about something, <laughs> right? Or like you getting yeah. held up production. But apparently the NDA because I had, I had to go back and watch the other video, and apparently the NDAs were like sort of an accidental thing like they have ndas about like the distribution stuff that they had set up because it's all production mm. stuff and you have a lot of production ndas so you don't you can't talk about it and i think it just happens to be covered under some of that stuff so they just don't know what they can and can't talk about um <laughs> so they couldn't really talk about that but i don't think it was Heim saban because um uh when 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 that video came out i was googling like are there any Power Rangers that are in the union? And then there was a whole thing about the writer strike uh, that we were talking about. And I was like, are there writers WGA? Cause that doesn't seem right to me. And some of them were, and then we'll talk about that once we get to jungle fury. Cause apparently there is like mm-hmm. a hard shift to scab writers and non-union writers for most of it. So <laughs> that's going to be uh, a time, but um, how topical Right, we're going to yeah. be starting Jungle Fury, which happened during the writer's strike yeah. in 2007, during a writer's strike now in 2023. What a, <laughs> you know, so whenever, this is the this is the difference between us and Ranger Danger, is that whenever Ranger Danger gets, it's like, oh, this is exactly, we're doing it exactly 20 years after Time Force aired. So, like, the episodes will come out on the day they came out, like, the the TV show episodes came out. Mm-hmm. And then we get you get a second writer strike uh, to mirror the writer <laughs> strike that happened during this one. Um, Cameron pointed that out on the Discord, and I was like, "No, that was the wrong year." But I actually was a year uh, behind. I was looking at the wrong dates. <laughs> so um, yeah, so it, it, the writer strike happened, and then apparently, like uh, several of the writers couldn't, like Jackie couldn't, uh, John Telligan, uh, Boose, one other that I don't remember. They were like writing most of it and they just had to stop. Like, I was looking at it and like episode 16 is the last time they write until episode like 29. Um, <laughs> so that's going to be something to look forward to. And then uh, Judge Chip Lynn did some scab writing, uh, which is not a cool thing to do, but you know, I guess if you got to eat. Uh, um, do you see the thing Disney put out? That was just like, hey, showrunners. Oh, showrunners, um, you're technically producer, so you have to come do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, you, st- you still have to do it because. What's really funny about that is that's the first time they've ever called their head writers showrunners because normally <laughs> they call their showrunners head writers to keep them in the you're just a writer kind of position. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, support the WGA. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I want to apologize to Karen Ashley uh, specifically for being real mean. Um. <laughs> Over the past, at this point, seven years, I feel like. But also, I I don't know if anyone else does. Anyone else listening does a uh, a podcast. I'm assuming several of you. Um, when you're wrong about things, people will jump up your dick hole so fast to tell you that you're wrong about things. 
All right. And this and we have like a a, a pretty easy going community. So when yeah. I when I get them, it's like, hey, you forgot about this. Hey, they this, still you know. they still will gently let us know. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but they still do. Yeah. It still happens. Not a single soul has linked this video or said, hey, Jake, <laughs> this is why. Hey, Jake and Josh, uh, you dum-dums, this is why the order never went through is because this thing happened from this video yeah. that we have from and seven like, years ago. It's it's wild that that is on the order's official YouTube page and only 6,000 people have seen it. It's like Let's, an explanation yeah. for why this isn't happening in the real time of when it wasn't happening. And yeah. not a single person, us included knew yeah. about it and it wasn't for a lack of them trying they put it on their official networks like it was on their official yeah and like i don't want to i don't want to like say this to like you know be like oh we're just a little guy it's just our birthday you know we didn't know but like <laughs> like i have done literal google searches about what has happened to the order and you know what's never come up <laughs> the video explaining it and now i look like a big ass absolutely crazy i look like a little asshole. yeah uh <laughs> You're you're a, a bare, bare minimum an asshole by association. I will apologize also to Karen Ashley. And now, Jake, I think we should, since we, this this yeah. short film was only eleven minutes long. Let's, Look, uh, this, let's I, pad the episode. Let's we gotta <laughs> let's talk about Ish. <laughs> let's talk about Ish. All right. So Ish currently is eighty first out of eighty two. Um, recently bumped up due to uh the the Filippo t- uh, triplets being genuinely bad people <laughs> here's the thing about aisha yeah still not a great character no but the reason she's this far down is because it was hard to separate someone who i we thought was had scammed and was i guess continuing to scam the the very fans that you know like supported her because that was the whole that was the reason i was so mad is like you do the thing and then it just disappears and like the only thing that comes out is this really terrible comic book, um, yeah. That I uh, read off the shelf <laughs> at a comic <laughs> shop in Austin. <laughs> it was not good, and that that was like seven years ago again. And then she keeps doing conventions and seeing people, and like keeps being like, "Keep giving me your money, right?" And like mm-hmm. I thought it was like if you like you should say something about it, but she had. So that's on me. She had and like. <laughs> Isha's still not a good character, Isha's still not great. Also, maybe you should have said something about it on the Indiegogo where you're asking people to give you money. I So I looked up (laughs) – I remember doing this a couple – like a a little while ago is I looked up the Indiegogo – first of all, the Order Movie website has gone down, um, which was to me one of the first signs of like they're cutting and running. This Um, is over, yeah. Also, in that video, she says like hopefully by December of 2016, we will be uh, you know back in production. Obviously, that did not happen, uh, and there, and hasn't talked about it a lot. And I, I there's some stuff that like doesn't quite add up. It doesn't like quite make sense. But like a lot of it, I'm just gonna chalk up to number one personal embarrassment or professional embarrassment, I guess. Because like yeah, that sucks that that happened for like it does suck because you know they were like excited about it too. They were they apparently they were like doing rehearsals. Like they were like <laughs> at the rehearsals they were about to start filming, and then the rug just got pulled out from under them, and like. I get it. And then after all the fees, like the lawyer fees and having to like pay like triple the SAG stuff because of like whatever violations they were accused of, which like this is the part that doesn't quite get it is that like unions are very strict about that kind of thing. So like they don't really go around making up like like trumping up 
fake charges, you know? Yeah. Because, like, they, like unions are – the rules are the rules, and that's, like, how the unions stand. It's, like, why they can strike if they all say they can strike. If they, like, vote to strike, they they can do that, and they can just stop working because that's part of the rules. And there's, you know, there's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it just – it feels – if something feels a little weird, but, like, I'm, you know – I'll give I'll give her some grace. I feel like I've been good right. enough. Um, but like, what were we talking about before that? I forgot. I already lost my train. We're of thought. talking about Aisha. Okay, so but back to Aisha. <laughs> like, still not a great character. But no. it's, but I had her. I had it. I had her like essentially in my head, intertwined for so long that separating her, uh, I'm not 100 percent sure where she's gonna go. I have a bare minimum of where we should bump her up to, though. I do too. All right, what's yours? At the very least, above Delphine. I was going to say that, too. Uh, she she at least deserves to go to as a character. <laughs> but now she's competing with Danny and Max. Uh, I feel like I, I would... I feel like she's kind of both of them. She is. Cause so, like, Aisha, <laughs> in my head, Aisha has... There are two parts to Aisha. There is... She's just a second Kimberly, because for a long time she was just second Kimberly. And then the other part is she's not a very good friend. (laughs) And I don't know how often that comes up or if it's just the like the the big like the firefighter uh, one. The her Well, she gets a whiff of authority. Right. And just is set like immediately is like I I run this town. Um, Yeah. And then there's also the end of season three where she's like, I'm going to go back in time and stop being a Power Ranger to help it's sick so animals. We're watching that back. Because you watched Alien Rangers again. So you yeah. saw it. It's so weird because they talk as if all of time was rewound. Yeah. However, <laughs> the Rangers, Alpha, and Zordon all remember that happening. Right. Nobody else in the outside world does, which like they're not right. connected to the morphing grid. Maybe that has some. Right. That's yeah. That's th- that's a very easy like hand wave but, of like, like power coins. You know, whatever. <laughs> but other than that, and there's the one scene in the first Alien Rangers episode where Bulk and Skull do not recognize Aisha, Rocky, and Adam because they don't go here. <laughs> that's actually pretty good. <laughs> other than that, it is just treated like a de aging. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and, and like, where I, are the adults? Where's Lieutenant Stone? Is he right, a teenager the, now? The, right, exactly. Because the only adult that I remember being there is Wilbur Wilson, their teacher. Because we have an episode called Wilbur Wilson is a vampire because he's the same then, exact as he was from 10 years before or whatever. And then they make a device that ages Billy back up. But if time was rewound, he's now adult Billy back in like 1988 or whatever. <laughs> So that doesn't make any sense. And also, back at Catherine's house and back in Stone Canyon are the parents of those Power Rangers. Like, where right. the hell are my kids? Why aren't they here? Or are there two versions of them now? Oh, God. I don't know. That's a- so it, and does, then- it doesn't work. And then they'd also, wouldn't they also be like, hey, Tommy, Zach, or, or Zach, Jason, and Trini have also disappeared. They're gone. Yeah. We're missing three children and there's three new children here. But if if like time rewound, I don't it's such a mess. And so then it, she's it, like, I'm gonna go be I'm gonna go to um the past. But it maybe works not. the best. It works the best if it's not like a time rewind. But also they're going on their Zeo quest, and that's where she is when she meets Tanya. And right. Zordon specifically says 
they are scattered throughout space and time. And yeah, we you don't, know, you don't, you don't know what time you're going to, and they never specify <laughs> when they get there when it is. Yeah. And I also feel like we don't know from how far back in time Tanya is from. Yeah. Like, like, and also she was not a ranger before. So if time was rewound and she comes back and gets aged up from being a child, then <laughs> she's still, she's still just like 11 years old. I'm starting to think that Power Rangers season three and Alien <laughs> Rangers not terribly well thought out. That doesn't seem that way. Um, also, anyway. Aisha, Aisha doesn't even tell her parents, I'm going to go live in Africa no. and help the lions because I volunteered at an animal shelter for four episodes. Yeah, that's that that is like <laughs> that, that and I couldn't I, even tell. I couldn't even tell this cat was a person. <laughs> that is that part of it is like the one part that I'm willing to be like. It's a show for babies, right? Yeah, like, sure. Because because there's no world in which someone's like, I worked at an animal. Sh- I volunteered at an animal shelter for cats and dogs. I can probably save lions from terminal diseases from whatever poison has taken an over. Unknown terminal disease. Yeah. That like all the animals were animal affected by professionals have come to yeah. like Tanya says, like all the animal professionals are here. and They don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's that's show for baby rules. where like. Adults are useless. This one child can help fix it. Like that's, but like everything else is just like, this is bad. It's really bad. So, um, so anyway, I don't know if she's better than Danny. <laughs> that's I, what I'm saying. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I find her less annoying than Max and Danny, but, yes. but if she's less annoying, look, I don't, as we spend a little less time with Max and Danny. Because they have, what, yeah, 40, like a they lot still have less. a 40 yeah. episode season, right? And then it's a 40 or 48. Aisha's in like or a 400 episode season. She's in, half yeah, of the one season before, two, so. which I feel like was on for seven and a half full years. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm just exhausted <laughs> <laughs> with Aisha. The, yeah. The thing, the thing that I like, she my, my hard get ceiling, a cool bowling move. She didn't get a cool bowling move, but she did have hair that defies the laws of space time <laughs> that's true so that was pretty neat um i would i would put her below joel above okay. max and danny but i can also go below max and danny above the thing about it is i would put her below joel because joel has like a full-on character arc and aisha yeah. doesn't doesn't really change at all yeah all right i i think that's fine i could put okay. her above max all right so coming in at number 69 nice <laughs> Aisha, I'm also going to delete her off of this one down here, so I don't get confused later. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. So that's basically what happened with the order. That's us re-ranking Ish and uh, our our apologies, specifically to Karen Ashley. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Look, well, it happens. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we're we're sorry that we were wrong about that. Yeah. And, and here's like, the thing. It, it sucks that the explanation was a secret. That is also weird. <laughs> and like I understand like her not wanting to talk about it more because like I'm assuming she talked about it a lot over at least that first year and not, had to send not, a million emails. <laughs> not on any recordings but anywhere. No, yeah, like nowhere publicly, but like nowhere that I could find anyway. Like and I'm not saying obviously she did publicly at least one time that I couldn't find. So like there's that. But like I can understand her not wanting to talk about it anymore. But like 
I feel like no one knows that that's what happened. Yeah. Because I've done actual, I would say, research into it and couldn't find it. <laughs> the last thing I found was, like, it was from, like, 2019. It was, an, it was an update on the Indiegogo that was, like, hey, we're trying to figure stuff out. We're not going to, you know, uh, we're not going to give up until we can figure out the best way to do this. And, like, the way it's worded is just, like, we just don't want to make it right now. Right. And we're, until we can, like, figure out the best way to do it. And because I remember we had an episode where I found that out and I was like, you're telling me Tubi isn't going to pick you up if you have the movie done? Like, <laughs> but it's like knowing that, like, the amount of money we had, like, most of it disappeared. Because I've run afoul of the Screen Actors Guild exactly one time in my short career. Um, and it was fine because uh, it was, I was in film school. And um, right. the 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 solution was that the Screen Actors Guild didn't actually need to be involved, and that's why it was fine. Um, it's because there's a thing called FICOR, which is um, like you're still technically part of the union, but you don't have to follow union rules. It's a, it's actually scummy, the <laughs> the idea of it. But I understand it from a personal level, is that because like the there was an actress named Gina that was in one of our films in um, in school, and mm-hmm. she used to be in SAG, but she dropped down, and I didn't know she dropped down, but she. And I was talking to our producer, who was a teacher at the school. Who was a good producer. I don't remember his name. I think it was Anthony. I don't remember anything else. But he was good, you know, good at what he was doing there. And I was like, oh, yeah, and she's in SAG. And, and so she's going to be – and he's like, no, she's not. And I was like, yeah, no, she's cast. And Because I was – I did casting, and I was second AD, so I was in charge of, like, talent wrangling and all that. And he's like, no, no, you don't understand. Like, if they're SAG, I have to file so much paperwork. And I <laughs> – if we're filming today, I can't do that in time. And I was like, uh-oh. Um, and then found out she was in FICOR, which is essentially like you you're you're like a union adjacent. But basically, like if you're not getting a lot of work, you would step down to FICOR so you don't have to like pay the union dues and everything and and all that. And you're still kind of covered under the SAG contract, but you're you're not beholden to it on your end, which is the scummy part. That's like kind if, of like I think where I'm at in Kroger because Kroger is union. They have a union. Yeah. Um. But I am, I guess I'm technically in it because if I look up my information on my like Kroger profile, yeah, it's it has a union listed, but I have I don't pay union dues. Well, they might it might just be like a little bit out of your check. Um, it might, but if it is, it's not represented anywhere on my pay stub, huh? Well, so I don't know. <laughs> I've checked multiple times. And then someone asked me, like, are you in the union? And I was like, I, I thought so. When I was hired, they made it sound like when you're hired, you're in the union. You, yeah. And you've been there for a while. So I feel like by now you put in your time. Yeah. But um, I mean, it's fine. If I don't have to pay dues, but they still represent me. If Kroger, then that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it'd probably be easier to, like, argue for pay raises with them. But I don't know. I don't, again, I don't know how. I just I just get the pay raises. They just yeah, they just upped their minimum wage, uh, their starting wage from nine to thirteen dollars, and now I make thirteen dollars. So no, oh, nice. Yeah, uh, I still only get like twenty five hours a week or so. Every once nice. in a while, like last week, I got thirty six, and I'm like, that's good because that paycheck has to buy Tears of the Kingdom. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's that's that sorted. We do want after once and always. I also think we should go back and talk about the other Rangers, but I don't think this is the time for it. No, definitely not. I we do have to rank Min. Um, who we have to ass. rank Min. We have to put Robo Rita on the list, and we Robo, have to talk yeah. about at the very least. We have to talk about Zach and Billy. <laughs> we got to talk about Zach and Billy for sure. I feel like uh, I feel like and Tick. I feel like Ticky also bumps up a little bit because he's kind of low, and he got some fun stuff in that that um, I've kind of been waiting for. <laughs> um, anyway. 
Do you want to talk about Petite Home, a short Petite film Home. by James Beaufort? <laughs> I would love to. When the title screen came up and it was in French, I was like, oh, Jake, what did you find? I, I was like, oh, no. I hope I can understand what they're saying or there's <laughs> subtitles or something. The, so you sent me, oh, boy, this. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just about to start it. And I got about two minutes in and I was like, oh, boy, this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here's the thing. I didn't take a lot of notes because I everything happens so much right away. <laughs> so it's this this whole 11 minutes is, is a, one is a fight. argument. It's a yeah. fight between a, a a recently broken up couple. Yeah. Played by Dax and Rose. Played by played by Gareth Young and Rhoda Montemayor, who you may know as Dax and Rose, featuring Caitlin Murphy as a lady who's there. Uh, as friend? <laughs> friend? <laughs> so that my first note is just, uh, uh, because it, so it starts off with like the title card and there's like, uh, like sort of some sort of collage behind it of old magazines and this stuff. whole apartment like as the as the film progresses and we see more and more of the apartment there are just american movie posters wallpapering this whole yeah. place like floor to ceiling and what's wild <laughs> is that like this is a short this is someone's apartment so either it came like this or they just bought a hundred magazines <laughs> and put a bunch of pictures up well i think this is set dressings because the whole argument just boils down to like variety and media a lot of it's kind of boomer <laughs> it's a lot of boomer <laughs> once you get into it but there's also it's so weird because it vacillates back and forth so frequently between like having a point that i'm like oh yeah okay i, I see this and then wildly missing any sort then, of point and then having no point yeah. at all <laughs> so it starts off with man i don't know if he got a name in it little uh tiny man tiny man there's only one name that i know we don't get it until the very very end of this no there's there's well there's two names because there's a one quick throwaway to what it's right at the beginning too so when when things are like whoa what's going on so he comes in the apartment and there's a woman there and it's caitlin murphy and Mm -hmm. he's like who are you she says i'm emma and then that's not the name she puts on the thing later. And I don't that, know what. what? The, yeah, no, yeah. hang on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and then because the joke is that he says her name wrong every time, like progressively worse. And then at the end, she writes her name down and it's Vivian. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's like, what are you doing here? Are you Jean's friend? So I'm assuming Rhoda Montemayor is playing Jean. Well, who knows? She could also be playing Vivian. She could be anything. So it starts off so frantically. Like he comes in, he's like, is that my jug? And she's holding what I thought was a Brita water pitcher, but it's (laughs) hot enough to burn hands. So maybe it's like an electric tea kettle. Did it burn him or did he cut himself on it? I think he he burned himself because he had to he ran his hand under cold water. Well, I mean, I don't know if you cut yourself, you also just like wash out. To cut. That's where I went, but there was no blood or anything. So yeah, that's why I assumed burn. burn. Yeah, and he's just like, get the med kit. And Emma Vivian is like, <laughs> it's not that major. <laughs> then, I love that they didn't have to try to hide their accents. <laughs> that is, it, it's shocking because Rhoda Montemayor it sounds British in this a little bit. Like, I I also think like Caitlin Murphy's voice when she's doing an American accent is like three octaves higher yeah. than when she's just doing her regular voice and so they 
they talk about it. They're like it's quick cuts. The it's camera a lot of work quick is cuts. very <laughs> close. Like every it's very Shaky. very close. And sh- well, it's it's handheld, so like I yeah. get that. This is he had a Sony Handycam for a day, and he was gonna use it. Gosh the description we watched this on Vimeo. That's it's on Vimeo, which is how I found the, it. The yeah. description of it is like some Power Rangers actors filmed this on their weekend off. On a weekend <laughs> off, yeah. And there's one other guy in it for one second. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> so while they're he's fixing his hand she calls him tiny man and he's like how do you know about that and she's like nothing <laughs> and then <laughs> um and then in comes gene i think rotomontomayor and she's like what are you doing here essentially we broke up you gotta leave and he's like i own 49 percent of this apartment or something he, that's and, what he says yeah and then or, they get- i think it's not the apartment i think it's the stuff here okay that makes sense he so starts like shoveling things off the shelves yeah. into like a big reusable shopping bag so he's got a big it's like a ikea bag you seen those big ikea bags yeah. it's like one of those if if heb made them that's that's like the localist <laughs> joke you can make if you're not if you've never been to texas it's a grocery store um it's not a grocery store it's a way of life <laughs> i feel it's a grocery store <laughs> i look it's a good one at least so he starts putting stuff in and he said this is just some some casual light flirty homophobia right up front where he says something about how he thinks that Emma he calls her Pamela and I think something else at some point um Emma Vivian is a lesbian and that they're together now and then Rhoda's uh uh, Gene says the D word to describe lesbians that I will not be saying today. Yeah. Um, you can <laughs> Google it at home <laughs> if you want. Yeah. She's basically, you would love if she was a lesbian. Yeah. And they talk about how like guys like to watch lesbians. And well, yeah. Then, Cause then he says like, <laughs> not all guys like watching two women together. And she's like, yeah, right. Why can't you get a boner? And then it immediately. So this is what I'm talking about about like vacillating between like what are you doing and like oh okay. Hey, we should let's just right now. Uh, if you're listening is, to this with your children, put adults. the kids to bed. This is not yeah. going to be an episode that they can listen to. There's just yeah. no way we can talk about this. We and... got the we got the mia culpa out of the way in the beginning. You can skip the rest of this if you're uh, <laughs> if if you got gentler ears. But he then he goes right into like talking about like toxic masculinity and how like that hurts well, men she's, she's like you can't get it up he says you never do any foreplay and she goes you're a guy so just <laughs> just do it just have boner just have an erection and then he says like so whenever uh whenever a guy it shows like an ounce of sensitivity or whatever or or like because not getting boners is sensitive it, i guess yeah but <laughs> the way he says it is like if if a guy does something that is not traditionally manly then like that's like he's like other guys call them a metro do you remember the term metrosexual i do yeah which i believe meant showers <laughs> so, <laughs> um and then he's like and and girls call or girls call him that and guys call him homo and like i th- like there's a point there but then they run away from the point because of MySpace, and I'm not joking about that. Yeah. Look, this was 2006, seven. Yeah. So I believe MySpaces were still this uh, is, going MySpace is, I think, is still the top tier uh, social media platform. Facebook might be coming up, but I don't know. It might be, like, university exclusive at this point. I don't. Yeah. I didn't have a Facebook until, like, 2011, so I don't. Uh, I don't and then I 
I also haven't looked at it in three years, so. Yeah. So, if I'm understanding correctly, because a lot's happening. <laughs> a lot. Everything happens so much. They <laughs> had a sexual encounter that she thought was funny and blogged about it on MySpace. Oh, I think they. I think it was their whole relationship their whole that rela- she was blogging okay, so each, about. Each there were just numerous blog yeah. entries about their relationship, did, and they weren't. And they weren't in the most positive light. No, hey, did I didn't have MySpace? Did MySpace have? Blog? Did. Could you? Yeah, blogs? you you could do okay. journal entries on MySpace. Yeah, I did them all the time. That sounds <laughs> pretty good. Hey, hey, y'all, should we go back to MySpace? <laughs> this sounds pretty good, right? Because <laughs> like. I remember it having the like regular kind of message boardy social media thing where you could like post statuses and reply and talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. That was the bulletin board. But then you also <laughs> could do blog entries and you could also hack the planet and make it have <laughs> anything you wanted in the background and play songs and stuff that would absolutely drive me nuts if I did, if I went to your profile and Poison by Alice Cooper started playing very loudly. Well, <laughs> you know, depending on the mood, it could also be all you wanted by Michelle Branch. Sure. <laughs> so <laughs> she did these blogs under a fake name, which I don't. Uh, okay. I don't know. Like, and, uh, it's username. So like. Okay, sure. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then she she talked about Tiny Man. And I'm assuming the Tiny Man she's mostly referring to is his impotent penis. <laughs> He's also going on about how he's read enough articles that he can find her G spot. <laughs> right. There's a, there's a lot of stuff about like how like and I have to be able to make you come X amount of times. I don't know how much like, is I'm about to bleep. This is scientific at this point. Yeah. Um, he's like, I do all this with my tongue. And then but he, you've and then never licked like, you, my balls. You never licked my balls. And then she says, you want me to lick your balls? And he, he, this I forget, is Rosen Dax. Th- this is, which by the way, <laughs> made it kind of, this at, at, by this point. In in the short film, Emma Vivian has left. She just went to, point, into the bathroom. Did, we'll, we'll see where she went. <laughs> did she? She went to the bathroom, right? Did yeah, because she... we get a shot of her sitting on the toilet, oh, and the whole yeah. bathroom is covered in French, like <laughs> translations or something, all over the walls. Because I'm assuming the show he was on was in French, and he had to that's, learn the language. That's a, maybe he's playing a French guy. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so, but they're talking about that, at, but yeah, at some point when he's yelling about, uh, licking balls and G's spots, yeah, he says she's something like, you never about... told me, how would I know to lick your balls if you never tell me he, you want Yeah, that? he also yells something about, like, learning a language. This is like yeah. a throwaway, like, mixed in between all this Yeah, I missed stuff. it, because there's a lot going on. Um, and then he, he very gracefully transitions to, there's too much computers, there's too much TV shows, there's too much movies. Every grain of sand is different. I don't. He, I, don't, he, I, don't know, I don't know how we has got here. Because all of a sudden he's pointing out the window. It's like, look at all the trees. There's Every trillions tree. of trees in the world, and all of them are different. And it's like, um, so is this? Is this the? There's more fish in the sea speech. I don't. Or is it? <laughs> I don't know. And then he's going on about like the varieties of breakfast cereals at the grocery store, and it's like, do you want one that's low carbs or has better flavor? He's like throwing boxes. The I feel like the point he was trying to get to, and I'm guilty of this myself, is that getting getting lost in the sauce happens, right? Hmm. I feel like the point he was trying to get to is that like everyone's watching the same things and everyone's like 
reading the same vlogs, I guess, and magazines <laughs> and internet and music. About, about Tiny Man. About his Tiny about, Man. Everyone, apparently a lot of people liked it and thought it was great uh, about Tiny Man. <laughs> uh, but and, but it then he just transitions into like, we should go outside where trees are also very different. And I was like, what is the point? What is the point you're trying to make, please, for me? I didn't write down a ton of notes, uh, but I did write down that at some point, Rhoda says, fuck. Yeah, and she yells multiple times. She's screaming at him, get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> and then this is like. She says it right of, away. Like when she first gets there, she's like, what are you doing here? Get the fuck out. Like, yeah. <laughs> and she says it enough times that I'm like, man, I wish Rose would have got to cuss just <laughs> once. <laughs> I wish she could have said sucks one yeah. time. They like, can say sucks in Pokemon now. You can yeah. say it on Power Rangers. <laughs> you probably. Um, but then uh, at some point, Emma pops out and she says French to him because he's on a new TV show. He's an actor. And he's on a new TV show. It's on primetime seven nights a week. Did we flash back at some point or did their shirts just change? Uh, <laughs> I didn't notice either. Of those maybe that, maybe uh, maybe I just forgot what shirt he was wearing. <laughs> and when I looked back up, it was orange all of a sudden. I don't know. But she's like sitting on a thing. And I can't tell if this is the current fight or their breakup fight. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Look, I would have to watch it again. I don't know if I'll be doing I, that. I think it's all the same fight because we do cut to Emma in the in the in the can, <laughs> just just peeing, just just taking a leak, and then looking at the various French all over the place. But and yeah, because he's, he's he says something about having a show on primetime, and she says like she's trying to justify her blog and being like, "I thought you would like the extra publicity," and he's like, "Well, I'm on a primetime show. Why would you think I need yeah, more I publicity?" He's the new love interest on a seven day a week TV show. To a soap opera, I, soap operas take the weekends off. <laughs> so I don't know how it goes in Australia. Two thousand six, maybe there reruns on the weekend. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. So he's she says like, "Oh, you're on Central Hospital," and I don't know if that's the name of one because I know there's Shortland Street, <laughs> which like every single actor, like New Zealand actor, has come through Shortland Street at some point. Um, I think Sally Martin, who was Tori. Has been on Shortland Street for 20 years at this point. <laughs> Rhea Vandervis is on there. We'll get to her in a second. I don't know if you caught that little Easter egg in the in the short film. Uh, no. Um, so she so while they're arguing and they're talking about this, she's like, get the get the F out. And he's like, he d- ignores her and goes back to talking to Emma Vivian for a second. And so she takes out her flip phone from 2006 <laughs> and sends him a text message. And then his phone buzzes, and he opens it up, and he has to go through menus to get to the text messages. <laughs> it's not a text message; it's an email. She emailed his phone. The the the, the like the option on the menu he went to is mail, and then there's like a list <laughs> of things, and one of them says from China because th- this was the thing was like he yeah. was like you're America you consume 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 and she's like no you're America you're obsessed with being famous and blah 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 she's like I'm, I'm China, China I'm, I'm the, the new, new superpower, superpower. yeah. So the email, which is how I read it, it could have just been messages, uh, is from I, China. So she put it, she made a new account with the u- with display name of China. <laughs> really quick. He emails it, but he opens it, and it just says, off. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think these, I see, I thought they were text because it said messages, and so I just assumed, like, text, but it could have been either way. The I, point th- maybe is. Maybe the, the old go- phone tech just made me think that they didn't have text messages yet. They only they, had they, nine but they, keys on the phone. There's no way you could email a flip phone, right? <laughs> I don't know. There's no way. He had to go through three menus to get to his texts. 
<laughs> and so the first one was from China. So she changed her name and his phone from her phone, I guess. <laughs> and then the next two, because only three of them could display on the tiny screen at one time. The other two were from Rhea Vandervis, <laughs> <laughs> who played Miratrix in the show. And then he's like, she also, this is also not important. I shouldn't say important. This is a thing that happened. When she comes in, he has great, or she has grapes. And she's like, what are you doing Yes. And he's like, you don't like grapes. And she's like, yeah, but you do. So now I'm going to eat grapes without you, I guess, is what they're getting to. It's so weird because it's like, you like them and I got them. So maybe we could like talk this out. But instead, the first thing thing I say to you is get the f*** out and don't take any of my DVDs. Yeah, those are my DVDs. He also at some (laughs) point goes to there's like floor to ceiling posters of Patrick Dempsey's face on the wall. (laughs) And he rips one up and crumples it and throws it on the ground. That will come back later. So he's like he's fed up. He leaves. And then there's a guy outside filming on his phone. And he's like, YouTube, 50,000 50, hits. Because he's on a popular TV show and just got broken up with. But, like, he just is walking out of a house. So then a uh, uh, little man just punches this random guy filming him. And he goes, that's your first hit. And, it like, that's good, actually. <laughs> that I, like good that. I like that. like that. So then he leaves. Um, he goes outside. And he's just standing there. <laughs> well, that bag was heavy. He gets out and, like, drops that bag because yeah. it's full of, like, books and DVDs. Books, DVDs, <laughs> silverware. Clothes. At one Clothes. point, he was throwing shirts into it because he was talking about how many different color shirts come in or something. At some point, he picks up a Walkman <laughs> and throws it in there. Um, and then, <laughs> then Emma writes something on the Patrick Dempsey poster, crumples well, first, it up. I think this is before that. It Maybe is before not. that. Well, you're, yeah. Gene is just smashing the grapes with a meat tenderizer. She has a meat tenderizer. She's she's making wine the hard way. And Emma comes over and just like rubs her shoulders, like, "Hey, we'll go out. We'll just go out. You, we'll dance this off, I guess." <laughs> and then we circle around her shoes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't make a Dane Cook joke no in 2023 because make... he's, like, gross. But He's wicked gross. He's dating, like, a 20-year-old, and he is in his 50s, <laughs> which is, yikes. Um, just, Unfortunately, we are both white kids from New England <laughs> who grew up in the 2000s. So there's a lot of his jokes that just are deeply buried in there that I can't excise from my brain. Uh, so, yeah, then Gene leaves, and that's when she, like, looks... And sees him and writes something on the crumpled up Patrick Dempsey, <laughs> Dempsey poster. poster. One of a hundred, by the way. Yeah, there's Floor so to ceiling many, Patrick there's like Dempsey one posters. One of the whole walls is just all his face. <laughs> so she crumbles it up and throws it to him. And he like looks at her and she's like motions to pick it up. And he picks it up and just Patrick Dempsey <laughs> opens it. And it's just his face. And that would have been so funny if that was the whole joke. But she's like motions. She's like, turn around, like flip it over. So she flips it over. It says Vivian, spelled the way I've never seen it written. And then V-I-V-I-E-N? a number. V I V I E N? Yeah. Like that's, I guess it's French. I don't know. I don't know. He turns it over and <laughs> there's like a 13 digit phone number written on the back. <laughs> well, so to be fair, that's because not every country has our numbering well, yeah. system. But it <laughs> yeah. just looks like a bank code. Like, <laughs> it's like, that's my routing number. You owe me $50 for me having to be here for that. And then she's like kind of winks at him or whatever. And he's like, yeah, okay. And then it ends. He picks up his bag and all of his stuff falls out because the bottom breaks. 
<laughs> and then, then and he then leaves. So, and, then, and then we cut to yes, the bathroom yeah, mirror <laughs> where Gene has played a song. Uh-huh. And so that song is playing over uh, Tiny Man's bag breaking and like yeah. him leaving. And she's like dancing to it. And she's just like dancing. And then the credits start to like pop up as like newspaper clippings or something. Yeah, it's like a ransom note of, of a, yeah. So she just has to dance in front of this mirror for like five minutes. And the song playing is by James Bove. Like he made this song, <laughs> I'm assuming for this short film. But you can, if you listen close, you can tell it's him. <laughs> he's doing like a like a sort of french-ish accent uh there's a lot of cusses in it yeah all i remember saying is <laughs> a few times yeah he says something about cocaine and then uh america because it'll america rot your brain cocaine. yeah and then the then this the it's over and the credits pop up in a way that no human alive could <laughs> understand who's credited to what no. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Just, these are the names of the people that are in the movie. These are the names. These are some jobs. Figure it out. <laughs> and and that and that is it. <laughs> that's Petite Home. That's that's Small Man. What'd you think? <laughs> Did I like it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A bold stance. Is it uh, worth watching one time? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think so. It's the thing is, it's clearly like amateurish but it's like a like a, a pretty polished amateur production i would say the sound quality is great someone is is i don't know it's i don't know who it is it's just some other guy that they know but it says sound recordist <laughs> that was probably a youtube guy <laughs> no because youtube guy is the fourth name it's like mason oh, yeah. king or something like that and he's the, oh, he's the only other person in the that's, that's true in the thing, but it was somebody else, and it was just a sound recordist. So at least they had somebody running the sound, so you could hear them. The beginning is maybe the roughest part because it it feels like I'm watching someone explain their dream to me because it just <laughs> it just is like a lot of cuts in there. And I think the moving. I think the problem I think why I thought suddenly we were in a flashback for a few minutes is because it goes from those like tight shaky shots to like wider like yeah. whole full room shots and I just like I guess I didn't see his shirt before. <laughs> I that that might be cuz like it literally but I the... swear to, I swear when she came with the grapes she was in like a mauve top and then when she's sitting on the counter it's like a lime green and I might maybe I'm just wrong but that's just what I remember. <laughs> um you can find this by just googling petite home no e cuz it's the masculine version. So it's P E T I T home. Yeah. The way you imagine uh, in French, if you imagine French words. <laughs> so, H O M M E if you don't. <laughs> yeah. And then Vimeo. And it'll bring it right up. <laughs> it's the one that says Power Rangers in the description. That's how you can tell it's yeah. the right one. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know if I'll watch it again, but I thought it was fun. I liked, uh, I, I did like seeing them. As like very not their characters from yeah. Operation Overdrive, that was pretty fun. Caitlin Murphy's regular speaking voice is very nice. I wish she would have just been able to be from New Zealand. <laughs> Her character in this is so weird. I it's it's just to give Tiny Man a win at the end. I think is the only reason she's I think really here. So it's also like. It feels like they were like, "Oh, we'll make a movie," and then James <sighs> wrote a script and. He was like, I didn't have a lot for you, 
Caitlin, but you're going to sit on the toilet for like half of this thing. You're going to do a lot of physical comedy, I guess, in this one. Um, it is very 2006, as you can yeah. tell from like right out the gate. Just again, just like the immediate homophobia just like dropped and ignored <laughs> afterwards. Um, like it's a commonplace thing as it was. I say that as if it has gotten terribly better. I mean, I think marginally it has, but <laughs> some lawmakers would argue otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I I feel like this was much better than watching uh, a movie that what that was in for two seconds you yeah know? i am glad it was only 11 minutes yeah uh, and i didn't have to like chunk out the whole day to, yeah to watch this i had to like watch it last night although i will say at, at one point i was like okay i've been watching this thing for about nine minutes and i checked it had been four four minutes in yeah <laughs> so, it's dense it's a dense yeah. short film they had that sony handicam for one day and, and they were gonna use it <laughs> Um, uh, anyway, that's it. <laughs> that's it for that. That's the movie episode this year. Only one part. Only one part? Hot damn. <laughs> Under three hours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next time we're doing the Morphe's, and then after that, we're gonna start up Jungle Fury. Yeah. Um, the writer's strike season, <laughs> apparently. First writer strike season. <laughs> right. The last yeah. So that's I don't think are they Filming Cosmic Fury? No, they're right done. Now? Cosmic Fury okay. is like in the can at this point. So, so we might not get a writer strike season this next time. Depends on how long it goes. Because I don't even know after Cosmic Fury what their direction is. So <laughs> uh, they don't. I don't think they have said a single thing. Um, I know there's the there was the um, there was like a reboot movie, like another Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie that was going to be either directed or written or written and directed or spearheaded in some way by. John Ernstweil? I don't think that's right. I think it's something <laughs> like that, but I don't think it, but he he did a show called um uh something about the end of the world. Uh I don't know. It was w- well received, but he was like hired to be like in charge of the like more mature mm. Power Rangers section and then uh Simon Bennett is running the sh- like the kids you know get the footage from Sentai that version. And there was, I think there was going to, they talked about, someone somewhere talked about doing a, like, I don't want to say, like, a Riverdale-esque Power Rangers, but, like, you know what I mean when I say that. Yeah. And I don't know if any of that has manifested in any way at all. (sighs) And they're definitely not writing any more of it currently because the strike has been on for about a week. Um, The last one went 100 days. So... We'll see how long this one goes. I feel like it will be less time. I'm hopeful anyway, um, because the studios don't have a leg to stand on even a little bit. Um, right, yeah. So last time they used the excuse of like, we don't know what streaming is going to be. It's going to fail. <sighs> so we're not the... going to give you a lot of money for it. Yeah. So I know this this one is basically writers are not being compensated properly for shows on streaming platforms. Is that correct? Um, it's it's partially that it's partially that they've been like whittling down the amount of like writing budget on every show for a while. So like instead of having like a team of writers, they're like, get four people together and you just write <laughs> all the scripts and then, like, we don't know if we're going to air them or, or make them or not, so we we don't have to pay you all the way for that, right? Because, right, right. you know, we're not – we don't know if we're going to make them. And we'll uh, just, someone, like, cancel the show. Yeah, and, like, that's <laughs> the other thing is that, like, like there's, there's, there's no assurances for, like, 
job prospects anymore because of the way they've yeah. been whittling down writers' rooms. And then there's also a whole thing about AI. They don't want they want like no AI involved in the writing process at all, zero. And which I think is perfectly fair because AI cannot create new stuff. It can only rip off past things and make bad versions of that. Um, yeah, but- I. Uh, we're about to hit a dark age, I think. <laughs> uh, well, uh, hopefully not. Hopefully the you know because the writers aren't gonna aren't gonna bend on it. They've you know they've struck before, and so yeah. Um, but the thing the thing that makes me hopeful this time is that like right away, like like a couple episodes or a couple days out of the into the strike, the Duffer brothers said we're not gonna make season five of Stranger Things until the writer strike is over. Yeah, because writing happens at every level of production. Like if you're shooting something. And you can't make something work because of location or because of budget or you can figure if you change something, you can make it you can save three hours of your day like you need a writer there to write the new thing, you know, yeah, and yeah. like that. It, it's always happened this way. It, and and all the, the studios are like, what? That's so weird that you write the whole. I don't think that's ever happened before. <laughs> that doesn't seem right to me. Um, but the Duffer brothers who make Stranger Things are like, we're not making Stranger Things until the right strike is over. And I don't know if you know this about Stranger Things, but it is literally the only thing Netflix can hang its hat on. Yeah. <laughs> um, Netflix's plan basically is to make you forget that you have Netflix in between Stranger Things seasons. Yeah. Just charge you for waiting for Stranger Things. Yeah. And if someone goes, we're not, if someone loudly goes, we're not making any more Stranger Things until the right strike is over, a lot of people are going to go, I don't actually need Netflix until that (laughs) happens and they will cancel it. And that's actually pretty huge um, because Netflix is still the like, it's the, it's the like 1994 Nintendo of streaming things, right? Like for so long, if you had a video game console of any kind, it was Nintendo to old people, right? Yeah. Until it, it might be Xbox now. It was PlayStation for like five minutes <laughs> in 2000, um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but like Net, it, Netflix is still the streaming service. Like when you think about streaming, you start with Netflix and you move from there. It's, it's you know, Netflix and chill. It's not Amazon Prime and <laughs> to lick balls. <laughs> Hey, you so want to like, come, come over to Hulu and G-Spot later? <laughs> you don't want a Paramount Plus? Of- <laughs> you want to? Uh, <laughs> how much is we going to bleep? Um, you want to go over a Peacock? <laughs> that one's, that one <laughs> should be. That one's easy, right? <laughs> so the the fact that the like they're doing it, I think Netflix will, will buckle faster than anybody else because of that. And then that will make everybody else buckle, I'm hoping. But yeah. like. It's it's very dumb because normally what happens is the writers would be like, here's our contract. This is what we want. And then the studios would go, we want to give you less, obviously, but we will meet you at this point in somewhere in the middle, hopefully closer to what we want than what you want. And then the writers will go, no, closer to that, et cetera, et cetera. And then you come to a deal. This time what happened is they were like, here are our concerns for our upcoming contract negotiations. And Netflix said, no. <laughs> <laughs> or not Netflix, but all the studios, the, the right, studio yeah. system, the 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 producers guild on behalf of the studios said, no, we will not entertain any of this. And so the writers went at a at a at like a staggering 96 percent. were like, oh, we're going to strike that. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I, I I can't talk about rich people anymore. I got it. Oh, it, <laughs> it drives me up a wall. <laughs> <laughs> because like especially for this because like uh like david zaslov the guy who runs uh discovery warner brothers uh, into the ground 
He's like, oh, they'll they'll want to come back because they just love making things. It's like, yeah, but you know what? Love making love of putting something out doesn't doesn't pay your bills, doesn't no. keep your belly full, you know? So that will come before. And also, why don't you write an episode of Succession then, David Zaslov? See how well that goes over. <laughs> of course you're not gonna do that. You have no creative bones in your body. That's why you're an executive and a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> Because there have been good executives who are like, I think we should do these things. And then they do those things and people like it. And that's that takes something. But yeah. some of these people are just absolute psychopaths. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, my aunt is almost here and I have to help her bring groceries in. So with that, right. uh, we are going to call it. We will see you next time for the Morphe's. This went to an hour. I did not expect that. Um, <laughs> and then after that, we're starting up Jungle Fury. And I'm very excited uh, for it because I don't know anything. <laughs> so I did see I did not mute Pete's thread he's been watching it oh um, so did. I, I did see a lot of out of context stuff that did not stay in my brain so okay. um <laughs> that's that's the the secret trick um but i i muted it so i didn't see it but anyway we'll we'll get there we'll get there when we get there yeah uh, but until then may, may the, the power, power protect, protect you, you. You got? Do you have cat problems over there? What's going uh, on? Daisy was in my lap, but my okay. knee was starting to really hurt because of the way it was bent. So I had to get gotcha. her down. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me stretch it for a second. Yeah, get stretch it out before we before we do final thoughts. <laughs>